Do you think God still tests us like the way he tested Abraham in the sacrifice of his son, Isaac? I, I look at scripture and sometimes I wonder, God, like, are you, is this trial that I'm going through a testing? Is this suffering a testing? Are you trying to see where my allegiance is, what my heart is aligned with and filled with? I don't know about you, how you perceive the stories that we find in scripture, the true stories about God and his people and how that relates to us today, but that's what we're gonna explore. So if this is your first time joining me, my name is Lisa Pulliam. I am the founder of More To Be, and I love having a fresh encounter with God and his word and inviting you to join me in that process. So we are studying the Encounter God series and we are looking at the names and the attributes of God. So this week is week 10. We are looking at the name of God, uh, Yahweh, Yira, uh, the Lord will provide. And we're looking at a passage of scripture from uh, Genesis 22, which might be quite familiar to you if you've grown up in the church. If you're new to your faith, it still may be a familiar passage because it is often referred to when we go through times of suffering that uh, God has, uh, is testing us and that God will provide a way out, that he will provide a lamb for the sacrifice in the same way that he provided Isaac, uh, a lamb in replace of Isaac in the story. So I just want to give you, uh, I want to go right into scripture actually and look at the points that we can draw from this to apply to our life. Now, I often say about this passage that there's, there's only one Abraham and Isaac story and yet we know that we can see the character of God through the story and what he desires of us. I want you to look at it kind of with that lens. So uh, starting right off with verse one in chapter 22, after these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, here I am. He answered, take your son, he said, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, Go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. Like, okay, one, God speaks directly to Abraham here, which is not the first time that has been uh, part of their relationship. Two, this son, Isaac, who he had trouble having, he had in his old age with his wife, he, he Sarah, he didn't... Um, there were lots of complicated stories that took place, complicated situations that took place, and now he finally has his son, Isaac. And what is God telling him to do? Go sacrifice him as an offering. What did Abraham do in response? He, well, so Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took him with two of his young men and his son, Isaac. So I can't imagine what that night was like from hearing God uh, maybe, maybe God spoke to him in the middle of the night. We don't really know. We don't know if he spoke to him the day before, but the next morning he gets up early and he sets off on this journey, uh, where he is believing from what we can tell that he will need to sacrifice Isaac. He split wood for a burnt offering, set out to go to the place God had told him about. I mean, what, what was that like when he was splitting that wood? I mean, was it easy because he was angry? Was he weeping? Was he holding his emotions inside? I don't know. Uh, on the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the, in the distance. That is not lost on me that third day. And the beginning of the parallels here from God sacrificing his son, Jesus, and on the third day, right? 
And now we have God asking Abraham to sacrifice his son, Isaac. Then Abraham said to his young man, stay there with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there to worship and then we will come back to you. So we've got some patterns here to follow. Uh, God uh, spoke to Abraham and Abraham responded out of obedience. In his response out of obedience, there was waiting. And in the waiting, he stepped into worship. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. In his hand, he took the fire and knife and the two of them walked together. Then Isaac spoke to his father Abraham and said, My father, and he replied, Here I am, my son. Isaac said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Then the two of them walked on together. So is that is that Abraham saying, Well, you are you are the offering. Uh, and you'll find that out soon enough, so let's enjoy this time together? Or is that Abraham already stepping in faith, saying, God's going to provide. He's not going to take the son from me. He's going to provide, but he wants me to obey in the interim. When they arrived at the place that God had told him about, Abraham built the altar there and arranged the wood. He bound his son Isaac and placed him on the top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out and took a knife to slaughter his son. And I'm just thinking, this is like trauma. Like this boy is like, I don't even know how you recover from, from this sort of experience. And yet this is what God had called them to. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And I can only imagine like the power of that, like Abraham, Abraham, stop, 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 stop. Right. And he replied, here I am. So through all of the emotions that Abraham is feeling, he's still attuned to God in this, this suffering, in this waiting, in this, in this trial that he's moving through. He's attuned to God. Then he said, do not lay a hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your only son from me. So what was the test? The test was, and in the way I read this, is, was there anyone or anything more important to Abraham than obeying God himself? And, and Abraham was, was looking to, I mean, God was looking to see, did Abraham make an idol of this son, this long awaited son, the son that was the beginning of the promise uh, that he would uh, be the father of many nations? Was, was Abraham holding this tight fisted and was this God seeing like, do you, will you still obey me if even if I take the son away from you? And I think that is a lesson for all of us. Like, what is that thing that we are holding onto so tightly or that person that we are holding onto so tightly? And how is that getting in the way of obeying God, waiting on God, worshiping God, being attuned to God's word and, and his voice? Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. And Abraham named that place, the Lord will provide. So it is said, it will be provided on the Lord's mountain. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, by myself, I have sworn. This is the Lord's declaration. Because you have done this thing and have not withheld your only son, I will indeed bless you and make your offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and the sand of the seashore. 
Your offspring will possess the city gates of the enemies and all the nations of the earth will be blessed by your offspring because you have obeyed my command. I mean, this is just an incredibly powerful illustration of God's faithfulness and how he goes about his provisions. No, he's not asking you and I to take our children and bind them up and lay them on a physical altar of sacrifice. He's not asking us to do that with our spouse or job or career. And yet at the same time, he is from the perspective of the state of our hearts. Are we willing to take that thing that we feel like he's given us that means so much to us and lay it back before him and trust in his provisions? Are we willing to take that thing that we are waiting for, the fulfillment of what feels like a promise from him and lay it before him and say, God, I give this to you. I choose you over this outcome. And are we uh, in a position, a posture of Abraham? Are we attuned to his voice and able to hear him? Are we obeying when he calls us into action? Are we worshiping as we're waiting and moving through the steps that he has laid before us? Are we being obedient to the nth degree or are we stopping short because we're not sure if we can really handle it and really do it? And then are we seeing God as our provider and that the relationship with him and obedience to him is greater than the outcome, right? He, Abraham waited for the son Isaac and thought Isaac was part of the fulfillment of the promise that God had, had made with him. And yet he was willing to say, well, okay, Lord, I guess that's not the way it's going to work. And so here I give you my son. And out of that came blessing upon blessing upon blessing. That is where the relationship between Abraham and God was most intimate. And he knew him as the God who provides, the Lord that provides. I hope that's an encouragement to you today as we continue to study God's word and get to know his attributes. May you pursue that fresh encounter with God through studying his word and continue to live transformed so that you can impact this world with kingdom hope. Thank you for joining me.